Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Nintendo Therapy, a show about the latest Nintendo news and rumors, as well as a celebration of all the things Nintendo. With me this week is Harrison. Hey guys, welcome back. And Sean. You know, after Barbieheimer, there's uh, Saw Patrol in September. That's the next mashup. <laughs> so. I have a list uh, that I've been making, Sean knows this, of all my favorite movies in chronological order uh, with the release dates. And you'd be amazed at how many Barbieheimer examples there are out there. Um, like sure so many movies, that, like crazy know, opposites that came out on the same day. Before, you know, the um, interwebs. What I, year I did get, Toy Story come out? I, I remember that 95. had a crazy one. 95. I'm looking at the list right now, and that was one that stuck out. Let me just get that one. 95, so. it would be Toy Gun. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just guessing. No, t- Top Gun might have not been 95. Toy Story uh, and Casino came out on the same day. Toy Casino. Toy, toy Casino is <laughs> not, that, not that great. I don't know if those are opposites. I mean, I guess Oppenheimer and, Bar- and Barbie are opposites, I guess. But... Wait, well, what, what is the new Saw, what's the new Saw movie coming out? What, what is that called? Saw Ten. Oh, just Saw Ten. But it's not it Saw Twitter. Out, Saw X. No. Well, it's Saw X, but yeah, um, it's that and Paw Patrol Two open the same weekend. Oh, a lot of crossover appeal there. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- those are opposites, I guess. I'm not I'm not <laughs> so familiar with the Paw Patrol. I don't have children. I don't think there's as much until these are turned into Nintendo games. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's been going on with your Nintendo stuff this week? I've been playing Pikmin 4 nonstop, and I love it. Still don't know if I like it more than 3, because 3 was really good, but uh, it's definitely longer. I can say that at this point, because I 100%ed the... three like the first three stages it gives you before you unlock that final stage that's kind of like the pikmin formula i think and um and yeah i'm way more hours in than i was on pikmin 3 right now no all four are in the back catalog but i did finally beat final fantasy which you want to give a quick review kind of quick thoughts on a game that everyone (laughs) everyone who has any interest in has played by this point (laughs) What was stressful about it? I never thought it was that stressful. The end fight? Like, if the boss does the healing thing, you're just done. I just lucked out he didn't do it. Because he killed half my party. Because you told me you you were kind of... Last, we talked about it on the podcast, your party was at, like, level 50, and you said you got him up to, like, level 70 or something. I've already talked on this podcast about I love to fight... I love to be overleveled in RPGs, so that's probably why I never had a problem with it. Like I would I have gone even, into that fight at level like ninety nine. I didn't feel overleveled. I just feel like it was even finally. But I literally think it's he didn't heal because he had both my uh, offensive guys down. My white mage was probably one hit away, and then the black mage was going to just be screwed. But no, I liked it. It, it came out to twenty nine hours total. And I mean, you've seen the the bad guy went back in time story before, so there's nothing, you know, groundbreaking there. But, you know, like I said, I basically paid five bucks for it, so I thought it was worth it. I'll never, ever play it again. But yes, you will. No, I won't. I don't have time to go back to Final Fantasy one. 
But yeah, so I crossed that off the list. I added the Pikmins and then I decided to change it up and I had a very relaxing time with Contra today. (laughs) Okay. I really want to replay now that I'm into Pikmin 4, that first Pikmin game, because it like blows my mind remembering that in that game there were only three types of Pikmin, you know, because it was the beginning of the series. And now there's like, I don't even know how many. I feel like there's like almost 10 different types. And that first game, there was just the the yellow, blue, and red. That's it. No, I'm looking forward to diving into those, but I I just needed some classic 2D platforming. Something that was a little quick. Yeah, I would like to believe that I'll eventually play Pikmin 1 on Switch. Uh, but it's, I think it's a kind of a nice idea, but perhaps if there's like a, a black Friday sale on it or something, I'll, I'll pick up the, I'll pick up one and two. Uh, but yeah, I I, did the vouchers for three and four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a nice thought. I mean, I love, I love the original Pikmin and it would be super, super nostalgic. I don't think I've played it since it, it came out. Um, but man, I, I'll give it the benefit of, of a doubt because it was a uh, a one and two bundle. But if you look at Metacritic now, it is the tenth highest uh, game by user ratings for Switch, while uh, wow. while Pikmin Four is the fifth highest. Um, that's pretty that's pretty cool for for a game that is was just a re release, and I hope that means that there were people that are playing it now that are like, wow, I never played this and this is really good. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, there's that. Um, I, I spent time with the spotlight game this week, which I, I've never played before. And I really enjoyed. Um, and I've, I was, I've been deep, deep into a, a, a different life sim game I've been playing. So didn't do as much Nintendo this week, uh, but I did watch, some videos on the uh Disney Illusion Island. Have you guys seen any uh content oh, about that? Yeah, I forgot that came out. I heard that's pretty good actually. It it looks like a game I'm not going to play because I don't think it'll keep me engaged enough. It's a little bit it's a little bit too easy, I think, and it looks like it would be more fun multiplayer, which is just not not my style, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's gorgeous. Though I don't, I'm not familiar with the developer of this game, but it looks absolutely gorgeous on the Switch. So okay, well, moving into the news for this week, I only really found one thing I wanted to talk about, other than the stuff you sent, Harrison. So I'll I'll just read this, and then you can get into to your topics. Okay. So. Coinciding with the new Ninja Turtle movie that comes out uh, today, as of when this episode comes is uploaded, um, you know it. Well, that'll be the Friday. That's when movies like technically premiere. I, I don't know if there's like a Thursday release or anything. But no, anyway, it, this it, week it's out now. What do you mean it's out now? Oh, it came out Wednesday. Yeah, they released it early. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I miss when movie releases were predictable and you had to go to a show Thursday night at midnight to see a premiere. Them days Those over. were the days. 
Yeah. You and I, Sean, you and I went to many a midnight showing. No, I'm like, line. is there one? We didn't even have assigned seats. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> you had to like wait that. in that line. But, uh, okay, yeah. hold up. What, what was the what was the worst midnight movie you've seen together? Um, worst. That's kind of hard because I'm a sucker who loves everything. <laughs> um, no, you were you were kind of disappointed when we went to Resident Evil. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, so that uh, I'll I'll go with that. I wanted it to be more like the games. They still haven't really given us anything that's oh, like they the did. games. They did. The last movie they did, and it was terrible. Well, anything good <laughs> that was like the games. Have you ever been to a midnight release where the theater was like empty? Yes. Um, Many I went times. to. It wasn't a midnight release, but I went. The emptiest theater I ever went to was um, Hot Fuzz. I went to see. I think it was opening weekend, and it was just me. The person I went with, and then there were two other people in the theater who walked out like 10 minutes into it, and it was me and my friend Tom, and I was like, it, we were both like, what did they think this was going to be? Like, it's, <laughs> you already you already had Shaun of the Dead to set the tone, yeah. so, um, so it was just the two of us in that theater for the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I, I've been to a few, but like Snakes on a Plane, there was like no one there. Oh man! <laughs> After like all that nonsense uh, uh, I, on a midnight release, because that oh my god, that movie. A lot of takes horror movies too, like stuff that Grindhouse. There was like six of us in the theater. Yeah. So, but recently, I, I I I don't even know the last time I did one. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know if I can do them anymore. We we used to do them all the time, uh, you know, like ten years ago. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'd have to be pretty engaged to do it because I used to see we used to see some horrible movies. Like, oh like yeah, I I saw a midnight release of a uh, of Wonderlust. It was that like Jennifer Aniston oh, movie from like, from like from uh, like from like twenty twelve or something. And I remember I I asked you this question because it was me and my girlfriend at the time, and there was two other guys, and I remember it because. They were so big, each of them needed two seats. Like they couldn't oh fit my. in the one movie seat. At one point, at one point, the movie just went out for like a minute. And one of the guys finally gets up and like goes and tells him and comes back in. He's like, it's come back on, guys. And we're just like, thanks, you know, like the three other people in the theater. So um, so yeah. Minecraft, huh, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, so to coincide with Ninja Turtles, there uh, is going to be some Ninja Turtle Minecraft action. The Minecraft Bedrock Edition has received DLC uh, in the past for things like Sonic the Hedgehog and Mega Man X. But earlier today, as of when we're recording, they announced that they are going to be doing some Ninja Turtle DLC. So it's available for purchase. It says, uh, let me look. DLC includes six iconic locations, 20 skins, and 22 turtle-themed character creator items available in the dressing room. You can see the trailer down below. When is it available? It doesn't say. Oh, it's now available. It's now available say, right I now. I think that's out now. Yeah, so it's the launch cool. trailer yeah. for it. 
So if you want to be Ninja Turtley in the world of Minecraft, go do it. Like that would have been so cool if we had this type of thing when we were growing up. Like yeah. if you could put, I'm trying to think of a franchise. Like I don't know, Legend of Zelda is what we use for everything. As an example, <laughs> what's another? What's another? If if in um um what was the army game? Um, uh, not army men, but the the real time strategy game. Oh, Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer, oh. yeah. If you could get some kind of Ninja Turtle skins going in Command and Conquer and make all the people like foot soldiers, that, that would have been, been cool. awesome. Um, trying to think of what other games <laughs> we played when we were kids that were like super popular like that. Doom. Yeah. <laughs> everything played. Reskin yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, they already modded the heck out of Doom. There probably is a Ninja Turtle Doom mod somewhere where you're in the sewers and you're shooting ninja stars at foot clan members well you can play doom in minecraft or at least like people have made it work before like you can play doom inside of minecraft don't don't ask me how i i i don't i don't know enough about either of those games i did a quick google and it looks like there are some tmnt doom mods but they look pretty terrible <laughs> they don't get a lot of polish on them that's the only um, news, huh? That's the only news story. I was kind of busy this week. Sorry to the listeners. You're losing out because of my busyness. But um, you know what? I'll do the rumor and then Harrison can do his uh, because it's really quick. So it's another week, another set of Switch 2 rumors. I don't know if you all saw this. But oh, yeah. I keep seeing that everywhere now. Yeah. According to multiple people with knowledge of Nintendo's next-gen console that have apparently gotten development kits... They have leaked that it's that Nintendo is planning to launch their next system in the second half of 2024. So that just kind of shifts things from the rumors we already had of first quarter 2024 to second half of 2024. And they say the main reason they're doing this is so that they won't run into the problem PlayStation had where there weren't enough supply to go around and there'll be plenty of switch twos for everybody. Um, I don't like some of the things that were involved in the leak detail wise. So I hope they're not true. Like that. It's going to go back to having an LCD screen instead of an OLED screen. But knowing Nintendo, they're just planning to release an OLED switch to a year after they release this one. So who knows? I, I think that's, I think that's pretty likely. I, I think even at this point, because like they're, I mean, they're releasing, like I, I think like Steam Deck is LCD, and although like I'm sure they'll release an OLED Switch Two in in the future after that, um, I don't I don't know if I if I I have much of of a preference or a difference, uh, and I'm sure it'll be more optimized than than the original switch i i see i think that i think that could be pretty likely but some of the the mock-ups that i've seen of the new switch look kind of silly although that that's all probably just conjecture you know that's there's nothing behind any of that it'll probably if i had to guess if it is a, a switch two, which again i don't think they're going to call it that um, but if it is literally just an upgraded Switch, I think it's going to be a lot like the Nintendo DS situations where it's going to look nearly identical and just be like slightly different looking. 
Yeah, probably, you know, with better power behind it. Longer battery life. <clears throat> well, well, I don't do I don't do handheld, so I don't know how, what the battery life is like right now. I mean, it depends what you're playing. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I, I mean, I personally think the battery life for Switch is is phenomenal. I in, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, even though like it really will depend on on what you're playing, but I mean, the the size and the battery life are overall some of the biggest selling points for me. Because, for example, like again, I will not travel with my Steam Deck because the battery mm-hmm. is so short and it's still kind of clunky. It's fine for at home, but it's not something that I would just put in my bag and take on the road. Uh, so I, I've always said the battery was, was great. Um, but yeah, another week of rumors for the new switch. Well, we'll see what rumors we have for the switch to next week. (laughs) So Uh, yeah, Harrison, why don't you get into some of those stories you sent me? Um, well, well, I'll stick on the rumor side. I have pulled up now. Um, according to insider Tez two who is uh, some Twitter insider, uh, he tweeted about a Rockstar website update which features a new logo for the original Red Dead Redemption, which they're speculating means that they're going to do a, a some kind of re-release for, for, for consoles. And he also followed up with an additional tweet noting that uh, that inside the website's code mentions new systems, including the Nintendo Switch. I don't know. Um, I like. I, I want to say I don't know because I don't know what insider what insider means and what looking mm-hmm. at the the website's code of the the future means or anything. But I, I I'll bring it up because people were talking about it and this is definitely a game i could see come to switch i mean it it's a 2013 game for for ps3 right i mean the switch could uh 2010 20 really (laughs) yeah i think that was wow quite a while ago long ago Uh, but yeah i remember 100 percenting that game and that was one of the games where I this is one of the issues I have with trophies because you can 100% that game but you don't have all the trophies like you see in the menu mm. completion 100% and you're like then why don't I have all the trophies I should I did everything and that and now my That's brain my... is itchy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I think that's how trophies should be. If you 100% the game, you should have all the trophies. That's how they should be set up. But um except for except for maybe like the difficulty setting trophies. But um Yeah, I love that game. Now. I liked it more than the second one actually, which I think I'm in the minority there. And no, if it, no, if it, I couldn't get past the prologue of the second one, so they they're quite they're quite different. Um I this would not surprise me at all. I was hoping for GTA 4. I was hoping for uh, Chinatown Wars and the... Well, weren't the GP... Aren't the GTA like that trilogy that they released? That's on there. It, that's on there. Isn't What I'm saying is, isn't it super buggy? Because I was going to get that and I saw so many bad reviews for how it ran on Switch. 
it's all patched up now. Right. The, so the, the the release. Do you have it? Yeah, that was something I didn't wait on and got at release. Yeah. So it, it runs fine and it works right. because I was like I said, I was going to yeah. get it. And then I read all that stuff and I'm like, oh, never mind. No, no, it works good now. No, I, I okay. bought it. I bought it on, it on sale and I played through San Andreas and had, had a blast and uh, and was super happy with it. <clears throat> but well developers make take that as a lesson that's why you need to make sure that stuff works at launch because i'm sure there's plenty of people out there like me that read those stories and just wrote the game off altogether and will never buy it well, like if you guys didn't just tell me that i would have probably never got it on switch but now it's going on the list well i i think people are going to be mad regardless because i i think people <laughs> should i think people should realize that because people are going to think, oh, Red Dead Redemption game from 13 years ago. This must mean we're getting a remaster. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Or, 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 or I mean, we're, we're getting a, a, a remake, I should say. No, we're getting yeah. we're getting a remaster is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. they'll put a filter on there, it's, smooth out some of the graphics. It's it's going to be the same game, and it's gonna it's gonna run the same. And Rockstar is not spending too much time on it, so I think. And it'll launch with a bunch of glitches, which 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 will be, which will yeah. be patched. And I, I mean, I mean, I like I was fine with buying the GTA trilogy because I knew I knew what it was, but as I was playing it, I I did think like, man, like I I do wish san andreas had a remaster like i i like i do wish for that but rockstar's not doing that they're rockstar is too focused on other things so i think if it happens gta 5 yeah yeah i think if it happens <laughs> it's it's going to just be the same game and it's going to run fine because it's a really old ps3 games um i will i will still hope for uh GTA 4 remaster at some point on some system. I could see that them doing that too because I know there's a lot of people that do enjoy that one. GTA 4 seems to have this, I don't want to say cult following, but it seems like the following is getting bigger as time goes on because more and more people are discovering that game and discovering it's like one of their favorite GTA games. Yeah. So... I, I haven't played Red any Dead, since three. I played a, like bits and pieces of five and four, but I, I yeah, yeah. And I, I, my I, thing with GTA now, like the reason I liked Red Dead Redemption was you can't live in the old West, and I feel like what's weird to me about GTA Five being the most successful piece of media ever, and I'm not saying go out and do these things, but. There's you can do most of that stuff in reality, and to me, it's like, well, that defeats the point of a video game. So I don't know. Right. Right. I I I totally I totally agree. Uh, when was the last time you crashed a helicopter into a strip club, Sean? <laughs> I'm just saying you could. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely could. It's it, 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 it's it's definitely possible. You, you you know you're not going uh, high rule though. So you, you, Harrison Ford will, you, you, you know, what trend I really don't, I don't like, it's like people make these YouTube videos where they're like, uh, architects play Minecraft or something like that. And then, oh, yeah, and then yeah. the architects, architects 
they'll like watch these videos and they're like, well, that foundation would never work. And I'm like, bro, like it's fun. Like it's like, a game. It's a game. Like, like do you remember like you punch trees? Like, do you remember being a kid <laughs> and drawing things that could have never been built? I mean, don't architects do that already? Don't architects It's literally magic in Minecraft. Yeah. I mean, don't architects already make things that are way too ambitious? So like that's just little little side it's just always been a, a funny argument to me because it's like i don't know there's very i mean i can't think of too many games that are you know kind of realistic where it's like okay yeah but it would be horrible what i play games for it would be you know it would be absolutely horrible because i do think about because you know me i play lots of life sims um I think about the balance of life sims of where like if it's if it's too realistic, it's just going to suck. It's just going to be horrible. But if it's not enough, then it's just a boring, bland, whatever game, you know? Well, I kind of like your take on Animal Crossing where it's like it's in a world with no war and this and that. Like, I don't know. I, I It makes it sound more appealing to play. Sure. But yeah, if, if Animal Crossing was just full blown, like this is what it's like to really run a town, and it's like eh, I don't think that would be fun. Pikmin Four is very realistic. I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, my my next news item, which man, I, I think this is the biggest one of the last couple of days. Uh, they had a uh, that game called was it called The Last Hope? Yes, The Last Hope. Oh, Dead yes. Revival. Yep. So Sony apparently had this game removed because of copyright claim. And it's legit. Like Sony actually went out, went out and did this. And I did my research because I thought perhaps they just took it off because Digital Foundry and all of these place, all of these channels were making videos saying this is the worst Switch game or possibly the worst game of like all time, you know, like, right. um, and looking into this VG developer, um, they've only made games for, I think mobile and switch, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and it's all just very generic shovelware type things like games I've never heard of, but like, like sound sound right you know like uh need for drive or something like that you know like yeah that sounds like a game uh, <laughs> but what was the copyright claim against it that it's just it's just clearly too much of the original which this is this is a problem not too clear about because and this is really the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because i mean it's it's imitation and it's imitation of a game that is that was extremely popular but i'm not so sure where where you draw the line unless they're just straight up stealing assets from from this game and um games on steam get taken down all the time for stolen assets i don't think that's the case i think that's more of the case that this is so clearly just a scam game 
And well, yeah, because there's a lot of apps out there that are that use the same exact like formula and like look of of Pokemon and 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 stuff like that. Like, you know, there was like when Rick and Morty was huge, there was that what was it called like Too Many Mortys or something app, which was basically Pokemon but with Rick oh, and Morty. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's, there's like, yeah, there's copycat games all the time. So it's interesting to see somebody take action for it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I won't get into it too much on this side because it's too much history, but it's pretty clear. Sony and Nintendo's history is just not good. I mean, yeah. like out, outside of like Sony letting every system play baseball, like Sony and Nintendo are, pretty rough straight from the very beginning i mean playstation exists because of of decisions by nintendo so Mm -hmm. i don't know like i i don't have a solution when i think about the problems with with all of this shovelware and all of these things that I think really just muddy up the water and is going to cause a problem with video game preservation in the future. Uh, and unfortunately, this has this has gone on to Nintendo Switch as well, uh, which is something I really don't like. I mean, there are over yeah. five thousand games on Nintendo eShop. Most of those will be forgotten. Most of those will never be played, and a lot of them are just shovelware, scam, possibly mining, just crap. I mean, so I don't have a solution towards When did Nintendo get rid of the, like, Nintendo seal of approval thing? Uh, that's a good question, because I, I, I know they had it up to the Nintendo 64 era. Because I feel like it's silly, but it almost feels like they just need to bring a system like that back. Well, yeah, because that's what led to the crash of the video game industry was anybody in the world could make, you know, Atari games and all these other games and the market was just flooded. Just like now, the digital market is being flooded with all these indie games. And some of them, most most of them are just kind of like point and click, not barely video game type games. Um and it's it's an interesting parallel to think about. Is like we're right back where we were when the industry folded before. But I, I mean, I don't think we're in any danger because the quality no. games are all anyone pays attention to. Whereas the problem before was people didn't even know how to find the quality games because the market was so flooded with everything. That's, that's, that's very true. I just think about. Like I can, I I think about other mediums and other things people consume. Like for example, in this last year, Netflix released nine hundred originals in this past year worldwide. Wow, nine hundred originals. How many of those shows are never watched? You know, and and then and then how? I need to pitch a show. And then and then how many <laughs> shows? Oh, oh, I mean, that's the South Park joke. Like, hello, uh, you're, thanks for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. You know, like. That's that's <laughs> that, that that was the joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then how many good shows just end or take years to come out with another eight episodes? So I think like yeah. Firefly season. <laughs> not to get too deep, I think as far as streaming, I think this this is actually the worst case scenario that that we've come to right now. 
And perhaps this is like just the the fast fashion period of, of video games because I'll see like uh, an indie game pop off and then all of a sudden I'll see five games exactly like it on Steam that are coming soon. And yeah. and it's just like it's it it is a little bit frustrating sometimes. That's all, you know, um, because some of it is a scam. But at the same time, if it wasn't for those cheap knockoff imitators, we wouldn't have Doom. Because do you know that story where it was um, the Doom guy? What's his name? John Rom- Romero uh, made a port of Super Mario Brothers that ran on Atari 2600 was like one of the the first things oh, yeah. he did that eventually, you know, built up his reputation to get a budget together. And eventually that led to us having doom. Everything comes back to doom today. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because everything, everything has doom. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything. Um, my, Oh, well, my last part I wanted to bring up, I think it's my last part today. Uh, well, right after we recorded last week's episode and perhaps before we even released it, uh, Nintendo Switch Online Shadow Dropped both Oracle games. And I wanted to start with just a quick oh, trivia yeah. question. I want to start with a quick <laughs> trivia question, including um, including um, games, all Zelda games. How many Zelda games are on Nintendo Switch now, including the ones not made by Nintendo? I can list, There's I think, all the ones what, that aren't of on, them on there. I don't know how many. Take, take a guess. So, 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 so we're we're missing Twilight Princess. We're missing Wind Waker. We're missing the the um the Four Swords games. So and um, we're that's pretty much it that we're missing, except for like the CDI games, which don't count. Let, let me pull up real quick. Um, so, so games physically on Switch. Um, the Switch Online, and then spinoff games, which is the the word I was trying to think of. I'm How going many 12, do you think that is? Just take, take a guess. <laughs> H- higher. I'm gonna say. So there's. I'm trying to like add the series up in my head. <laughs> it's more um, than twelve. I'm gonna say fifteen. I'm gonna say I'm gonna prices right you. I'm gonna say fifteen. Well, well, prices right rules. You would win. It's it's sixteen. So there are there are now four that have been released on Switch: uh, Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, Skyward Sword HD, Tears of the Kingdom. There have been now one, two, three, four, nine on Switch Online, and then there are three spinoff games, including Cadence of Hyrule and both uh, okay. Hyrule Warriors games. So that's sixteen. <laughs> um, Going back, yeah, they're doing a great job of getting all their franchises on there because I saw the people saying the same thing about Metroid. Is once the the next two Prime games when they finally do those releases, uh, the only thing missing will be like the remake of the Game Boy game. I, I can't think of Samus Returns. Uh, that's not going to be on there, and um, the the one that everybody. Metroid M won't be on this there and the one the other one they did for the 3DS. So basically three Metroid games is all that's missing and one of them is a remake. 
Right, right. I mean, I mean, uh, Zelda, uh, Pikmin, Metroid, like uh, Switch will be will be great if you just want to play just big, big catalog. Uh, so, Kevin, you're the the resident Zelda guy. If people play these games, which one do they play first? I like the seasons one a little better. Um, I'm trying to remember which one because they basically each had a theme. Like one focuses more on puzzles okay. and one focuses more on action. And that was like their gimmick. And I think the seasons one is the one that focuses more on puzzles, which I like. I didn't know more. that originally it was going to be three games because I guess it was going to be like each thing of the Triforce. Yeah. Well, originally it was going, they were trying to do, originally they were trying to do a remake of the, the first Zelda game um, on Game Boy, like a straight up one-to-one remake. And then when they had that all like kind of, um, they were like, you know what? Let's do original games. They, that kind of fell apart at some point. And then they were like, let's do three of them. And then linking the three became a nightmare. So they were yeah, like, let's do two of them. That, I think that's what I saw <laughs> that the system they wanted to use to link them was just much so they just did two well they're linked with passwords so that's like a very complicated thing to do when you have three in the mix you know what i mean all i know is when they announced it i'm like oh i hope that comes up in the thing next <laughs> so yeah i uh appar- apparently this has been it's been known for a while that these oracle games were coming to the switch online but i haven't been paying attention oh i did enough, see I someone uh I think it was on Reddit. Was like, so where are the N sixty four games? It's like, yeah, they, they have not been keeping up on that. So that's very that's very true. Because do we still not have Pokemon Stadium? Uh, because that's Pokemon Stadium. That's what I was waiting on. Two, I think we don't have. Two, and we don't Mario have. Party. Right. Three. I looked it up and I was wrong. Seasons is the one that oh, focuses so on just... the action. Ages is the one that does the that that does more puzzles. But it, it also so I was wrong about that. But Google when I googled which to play first, uh, most of these articles do recommend you start with Seasons, yeah. even though it doesn't matter. So Seasons is more action oriented. Start with that, then do Ages puzzles. I'm gonna have to look into this game more. Uh, every every article that I went through yesterday just like they they love this game or these games, like Kotaku, which I always reference but I don't I don't like, says it's like the best Zelda game. <laughs> I mean, uh, it just doesn't like it. Feels a little. There's something about it that feels off to me, and it's not that I don't like them. It's just that they just feel. There's something about them that feels a little weird, and um, I don't know what that is. Like, the world map, it made sense in Link's Awakening, and those basically use, like, the Link's Awakening Mm -hmm. engine. And something about, like, the world map in Link's Awakening made more sense to me. I don't know. It's just, that's the best I can describe it, is something seems weird (laughs) about those two games. That's fair. I have to find out for myself because... I mean, I think everything is. I think everything in Zelda is weird. So I need. I, so I think I need to find out kind of what what that is. <laughs> like, 
I mean, they're, I'm not going to stop playing them. Yeah. I've I've beaten them all. I've beaten every Zelda game multiple times, and those are except for at this point, obviously, um, the new one there, Tears of the Kingdom. But you know, it. I'll play them again. It's just when uh, when I run to a Zelda, that's not high on the list. Well, uh, yeah. Switch Online users now. I mean, that is n- nine just on the online service that you can play. Yeah, you can play now. Um, I think that's my last, that's our last news item. Should we go to your, your segment today? Yeah, so I, I thought of this when we were doing last week's segment about the games that gave you the most bang for your buck. And I thought it would just be fun to kind of talk about what games, it's almost the opposite, but not really, but like what games have you purchased the most times like the game that just like every time it releases and re-releases you you keep buying it so i I thought that would be kind of a fun segment so i i'm going to start off and i i plan to not do this again but so arkham asylum i have gotten three different times arkham city i've gotten four different times I think I'm the only person who bought that on Wii U. But yeah, I Oh I, yeah, I remember it was on Wii U. Wasn't it a launch title? Yeah, like you had powered up armor, like that was the gimmick, but uh yeah, I, I'm not gonna get them on Switch, but yeah, I, I I really like those games. And it's they're usually just on sale and I'm like, Oh, I like that. I don't have it on this and I'm like, why? Why did you do this again? <laughs> so. so the one that I'd say is probably lowest on this list, but it's still a game that I buy a bunch of I've bought a bunch of times and I'm probably gonna buy again to be honest, is um <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh I bought oh, on the yeah. PlayStation 2, I bought it on Xbox, and then they put out like a, a different version of it called like Metal Gear Solid 2. It was called like Subsistence or something mm-hmm. like that. And I bought that and because it had like extra VR missions. And then they released an HD collection and I yep. bought that. <laughs> and, and now it's coming out again. And now it's coming to Switch and I'm, I'm going to buy that. So Metal Gear Solid 2 is definitely on that list. It's a good list so far. Uh, I, I struggled a bit with my list, but the, the one that really sticks out is uh, Pokemon Red or Blue. Uh, really? Uh, because... Because those are games where, I mean, there were benefits of of having both games, and it was right. it was it was a time where the price point was was okay for games like that. Uh, Kevin, I, I we had a podcast. I told you about how we used to we used to take our our Game Boys to Funko Land or GameStop, and we would try out all like the used pokemon carts and we would find whatever used cart had like the most pokemon on it and then we would then we would like dump it and then reset it but it's definitely a game i bought multiple times on on game boy color and i could include yellow as well in that why not um i bought the 20th anniversary on 3ds which i remember very well because there was all this talk of oh are they going to keep missing though are they going to keep the glitches that 
everyone knew about in this game. And they did. They just they just straight up copied it from one thing to the next. Um, and then if I could include it, I mean, I played Fire Red Leaf Green on Game Boy Advance. I played the Let's Go Eevee. Um, and I've played multiple ROMs, which doesn't count for this, but it's relevant, I think. Um, okay. th- th- that's the one that sticks out the most. So I... Fortunately, I didn't have a lot of them. That was the thing that I was happy about. So uh, another one I've gotten three times is Dark Souls Remastered, which I do have on Switch. And I I don't know. It's just a good game. I, I, <laughs> I really enjoy it. And it's something I replay. And I don't know. I'm like, hey, let me see if I can beat it on Xbox now. So. <laughs> Did you get any more enjoyment out of the remastering? So that's the only version of Dark Souls I ever played. Oh, okay. So there was really no significant difference to me. I I think it's more gameplay improvement because I know the original one had like frame rate issues and stuff. And well, let me let me rephrase that for both of you. Have have either of you ever bought like a remaster or a HD re-release and and been like blown away by how much better the se- the second or whatever release was uh final fantasy yeah see it's kind of a gimmick nothing well, ju- nothing jumps well, right out well well we're saying we're saying remaster not remake i'm getting caught with the semantics today yes um yeah that's that's definitely what j- i'm j- saying j- yeah because if you're remaking the game like it's a different game to me at that point. right i'm just talking about like maybe they added some dlc or they, you know, gave it like a graphical facelift oh. or something like that. Like it's, you know what? what? It, I mean, visually, I guess it, it wasn't much of an upgrade, but Dying Light enhanced on Switch because mm-hmm. that was a game I couldn't play on PS4 because I was getting motion sick because of how big the screen was. And I was able to play it handheld. You know, it had all the DLC and everything, and I guess it looked ran better but that's one that stood out to me that i ended up actually getting to play through and i was like oh all right cool i get to play through this game because they were able yeah, because there's a you there's know. a big spectrum there like harrison's talking about like like final fantasy 7 remake is not what <laughs> that's yeah. that's a whole different game at that point you know um but like the the crash bandicoot and spyro trilogy they just kind of look better. And you know what? That's a that's the answer I'm gonna go with. Like Spyro, it it the Spyro trilogy, even more so than the Crash Bandicoot one, uh, it looks so much better at, with like modern graphics than the original games. So I was kind of impressed I, with that. I would one. say visually, yeah, those I'd never had played the originals, so I feel like Spyro was still kind of janky control wise, but yeah, visually it was nice. All right, so the next one, I, I already hinted at this last week, but Mega Man 1 through 6, I have bought on everything. I have them, I had them on NES when they first came out. They put out two of them on PSP. I bought those. I bought the collection on GameCube. I bought the collection on PlayStation 2. I then bought the collection on P- PlayStation 3. And I bought the collection on the Nintendo Switch, so I've bought Mega Man one through six a bunch of times. Some of those, some of those collections even included up to Mega Man eight. 
Oh yeah. I think the Switch one. No, that's in that's done in like two different volumes. Never mind. But the GameCube one, the GameCube one goes up to eight. I have well, I have one more, and then my next round is gonna is going to be two fun honorable mentions. Uh, the next one I'll say is uh, I've I've bought uh, Steam World Dig a few times, and oh, that's a good game. And I'll bring that up because I've never actually talked about this game too much on this podcast. Uh, Steam World Dig is in my opinion, one of the best indie franchises on Switch. Uh, each game is not very long. I've I've beaten the first two, well, not, I've been the first two now a few times. Uh, and they're just ex- very, very highly rated uh, throughout all platforms. And it's a game that's on all platforms, including like Google Stadia and like Amazon Luna, which I didn't know. I didn't know what Amazon Luna was until yesterday, until I was getting ready for this. Um, but that's a great game. It's always on sale. Like it's a dollar on on the Steam store right now. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to bring it up because it's one of the many indie games on Switch that I really like. Yeah, so my last one that I've, I have on every system I have is Darkest Dungeon because I that's just one of my favorite games and it's a good thing we have this podcast together because we have very different taste in games I'm realizing the more episodes we do yeah yeah <laughs> we do but that that's just one that I don't know I just really enjoy it so I've gotten it a couple of times all right my well I've got an honorable mention I'm going to save for the last thing but um the last thing is, I think I've bought these both the same amount of times. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I got them, obviously, on Nintendo 64. They put out a collection of them with on the GameCube. I bought them on the Virtual Console on Wii. I bought them on the Virtual Console on Wii U. I have the 3DS remakes, and I now have them on Switch Online. So six systems for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Which is why anytime it, the subject comes up of like, should they do an, uh, another remake of Ocarina of Time? I'm always like, you know what? I've, I've played it enough. Huh? If you do it, I'll buy it. <laughs> but it's not something I'm hungry for. Yeah. Like some people online seem to be. Yeah, I I, 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 I totally agree. I think, I think there's a lot of other, not a lot at this point, but other Zelda games that are just less popular that deserve... Uh, a remaster or a remake again i don't i don't know what these words mean at this point i don't know it's re- <laughs> and my honorable mention was sort of what made me think of this segment is um so i used to collect like the retro games before the pricing got out of hand and i had a lot of like copies of older games and the reason i was able to build such a big library is i had a policy where I refuse to trade in video games at GameStop for other games. And there's a specific reason why. Mega Man Legends on the PlayStation 1, I traded that game in like four or five times (laughs) before I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because I, I would trade it in to get a new game, and then a few months later I'd be like, you know what, I really feel like playing 
Legends again, so I'd have to go rebuy it. And then I'd want another game, so I'd trade it in again, and I'd be like, man, I really want to play Mega Man Legends again, so I'd rebuy it. And then it became one of those rare games, which was kind of a sad thing, but, uh, or uh, not rare, but like expensive, Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so Mega Man Legends, I, after doing that like four or five times, I made a rule where I was like, I am never trading in a video game again because I don't know down the line if I'm going to want to play it again or not. So that's my story about that. <laughs> uh, I had, okay, so I have two more. I'm calling them honorable mentions because I'm cheating this segment right now. I just couldn't come up with any more. Um, I'm going to say Tetris <laughs> because I, I had, because okay. I, I had, I had oh, yeah. the original Tetris. I had it. I, then I had it on Game Boy. And then I know it's different, but I had Tetris Worlds. I had Tetris Ultimate. You know, I, I still play Tetris 99. So is that good enough? I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that I, I mean, I mean, at least the first two were the same, like NES and Game Boy. I mean, okay, that. And then last one, um, can can I count NBA Two K? I mean, can I count that? Oh yeah, yeah. Because, because yeah. you said the same game, and uh, and really, I mean, if you just <laughs> ig- if you just ignored the the number on the cover, then it pretty much is is the same game so uh there's there's, there's a nintendo 64 um nhl game i can't remember which one it is i think it's wayne gretzky's 3d hockey and then a, the um wayne and then the um olympic hockey i don't know there's two nintendo 64 hockey games that are almost i literally the same game they made like one change to it and it was like heavily criticized at the time for doing that. They basically re-released the game with a new title and tried selling yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't. I mean, that's the problems go back b- before that. I'm sure. So, so yeah. Okay. It, it, NBA 2K and I'm and, and listeners. I'm done. I'm 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 done with that. I'm done with that company. I'm I'm done with that series. Don't bother me with the 2K24 Kobe Bryant edition. Like I don't. I'm, I'm done. After after 23 years, I'm done. I would say that. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's it. Uh, did, did you guys have any more honorable mentions or anything? That was my oh, list. Man. Yeah, that that's really got it off my chest. The only ones that have ended up like that. So, I mean, technically, there's a few others, but nothing worth going crazy about. Like uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Uh, Sean gave me that for my birthday one year on Switch, and I, I have the original. And I never b- bought the PlayStation version, but that's out there. That's yeah. So um, <laughs> now we can talk about our Spotlight game, and it is a game that I played the bejesus out of growing up. It's called Mappy Land, and it came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System in Japan. November of 86 and April of 89 in North America. You can see why it would take three years to translate such a complicated game. I was wondering. (laughs) I don't know what that's about. It is like, it's not like there's a heavy story or anything like that. The West was not ready for Mappy Land. (laughs) It's not, it's not an overly difficult game. And, and, 
Well, I think that's why I loved it when I was a kid, because, you know, kids are bad at things. So I, I was probably like five. Well, what year was it? 89? Yeah, I was about five years old when I was playing this game. It, it, yeah, like it's not it's not a difficult game, but I, I I was really impressed by the balance of the mechanics and the amount of precision that you you do need. Like for example, like when you're on those Donkey Kong Junior vines, and then you have to drop down to the to yeah. the, the bouncy thing. Like you have to be like real exact, or you're just gonna fall and die. So I appreciated the the balance of that. Unlike a game like like Donkey Kong Junior, where it just the mechanics are just no good. This was a game that I had like a list uh, for a while of games that I played when I was a kid. But when you're a kid, you're bad at video games, so I, I never beat the I never beat these games, and they like loomed large in my mind for a while. And like as an adult, I went back and I beat a bunch of these games. I went just on like a big tear through like a a, a giant list of NES and Super Nintendo games. And um, I have to say, when I made it to the final level of this game before I beat it, I was like, oh my god, that I remember I made it here as a kid. So I almost beat this game as a kid, but I didn't. It does get a little bit brutal towards the end, doesn't it? Like, like oh yeah, but you know when you're a kid, you got nothing else going on right. in the '80s. There's no yeah, distraction. Yeah. You just you. I probably played this for eight hours at a yeah. time. It, it definitely is a game where like I. This is not a game I played um, originally, so it definitely is a game where like where like I would die and it. it, it there's that feeling of like, nah, just like one more time, one more time, one more time. Yeah. Um, there was definitely, I could, I could feel myself getting sucked in that way, which is, which is good, which is what it's supposed to do. Uh, I had a great time with it. This overall. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, I don't it. Know what... I like the, uh, the distractions you can pick up and put <laughs> out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep. That that was good stuff, and I had only played the original arcade Mappy before this, so this was my first time with it, and I don't know, I I liked it. It it was like the perfect mix of arcade and like two D platforming, like it just melded together really well. Yeah, my favorite thing about this game is I don't know what it is. It's it's almost like the same thing that I like um, Mario Party for is like how all the different levels have like this different theme going on. Yeah. And there's just something so simple about like, okay, this is a pirate world that it, you know what? I'll go through them. I have a list. Um, so the f first one is a railroad theme. Mm. Then you've got Western. Then you've got tropical and that's somehow different from jungle. <laughs> then you've got pirate ghost seventh Avenue and Milky Town is the last one, which is space themed. I guess like Milky Way, but oh, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't know it. Yeah. Um, and then like there's different story elements. So the first story point is that uh, it's the character's birthday and you got to collect cheese. Uh, the second one is you got to collect wedding rings because I don't know. That's the next thing you're getting. And then. <laughs> Uh, the third one, you um, get Christmas trees. And then the fourth one is uh, baseballs. 
Yeah, I I I love the ambition of this game. I I I I really do. I think I think this game has a nice balance of of we were ambitious, but we still had focus and we weren't trying to do too much, in my opinion. Uh, because is there, there are there are parts in it where I'm like, wait, is this a bomb or is this like a like a a meat hook or like what what did I just hit that's like going back and forth? You know, it's like, uh, oh, I, the the zip line thing. Yeah, or or like there was something like that that you like that you that you hit. And then it swings back and forth, and it can hit the enemies. Yeah, I thought I it was know. a zip like, line, but maybe I'm wrong. The, 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 yeah, there was a few times where I, I just wasn't sure, but I like games. Like I like that this game had a lot of ambition, it had a lot of ideas, but didn't try to do too much. Yeah. And for a game that came out in 1986, like I love the fact that you know, like. I'll collect all the cheese. I'll get to the end of the level, and then nope, you can't. You can't go go past here, and then you have to backtrack, and then you get taken to another level. I think that's very cool. The fact that they were able to use just those game ideas with the technology they had at the time. I thought the, uh, I guess it'd be the physics for it, but the trampoline, like being able to gauge jumping to each level, was done really well. Yeah, that's a good point. Like that, you could so easily see that on an uh, original Nintendo game, like not working right, or yeah, not being predictable, yeah, or or, and, or just not being responsive, like not being able to actually reach the middle level. And they uh, didn't get like yeah crazy with having enemies on the screen, which was good. Like I know it's like a little gang of cats, but it wasn't like you know to the point where you're like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. And it's almost, it's almost like, it's almost rhythm based. It's almost like tactical because of course you can backtrack and jump on a trampoline. They can't attack you when you're on the trampoline. Yep. Uh, so I do like the strategy of it. And I, and I, and I do enjoy that, that, that map. only has, has little, little mousy hops. Yep. Like, Mappy can't Mappy can't jump that high. Mappy can't jump over over anything. So you really got to use that. Strategy. Yeah, it was a lot more skill based than I was expecting it to be. But I mean, for an original NES game, and for being, I thought it was just interesting that it was a sequel to an arcade game, and they just tried to expand what the arcade game was. Man, you're full of good points tonight, Sean. Because <laughs> I agree. Like, like so often back then, what you would see is they would just do the arcade game on the NES and to mixed results. But uh, this, they were like, "What can we improve? How yeah, can we make this I mean, they more of a just game?" Been like, oh, we'll call it Mappy Two, and we'll literally change like one thing, and then just put it out on the system. So I, I think a lot more care went into it. And it, you know, Harrison's right. It it kind of has the uh, the roguelike like game loop of just no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. So it's kind of cool to see something that old be able to suck you in like that. Definitely. So I'm gonna just jump into where I'm ranking it because I've been kind of thinking about that while you guys were talking, and. As far as like the amount of enjoyment I got out of this, uh, I, I kind of put it on par with 
those early Kirby games that we played. So I'm going to put it right in the middle of the two Kirby games I have here. I, I put it above Dreamland because that was the Game Boy one, if you don't remember, because that was the one where it was like, well, you can kind of just float over the whole level sometimes. <laughs> um, so I put it above that and just below Kirby's Adventure. That was the NES one. Uh, I think, you know, had a little bit more going for it with the different power ups and stuff. But yeah, it's still in my top 10. It's number 10 on my list for now. So I, I put it at number 13, just under Kirby's Dreamland. Because I enjoyed it, but I still feel like, I don't know, it it, it was really fun, but I, I don't see going back to it. So it... it well, this is the uh, the classic debate people have been having for 30 years now. Is Mappy Land better or worse than Dreamland? I say better, you say worse. <laughs> yeah, but it's not worse by much. Honestly, like they're, they're really close. Yeah, it were I mean, I don't know where Harrison's going to rank it, but we are basically saying if you haven't played this game, it's kind of on par with Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> okay. And and Kevin, not to mess you up, but Sean did already add the game to the to the document. So so Matthew Land is now oh, 13 and 14 on on oh, Sean's cool. list. Just... <laughs> there we go. It's fixed. <laughs> uh, well actually that's interesting you you said that because I without thinking of Dreamland, I, I put Matthew Land number seven oh, wow. on my list. Um uh, so I'm going to put it after Open Golf, and I'll put it before Dreamland, and then before games like... See, he, he's on my side of things. It's better than Dreamland. Uh, but I feel like... <laughs> I was torn. Yeah, I... I okay, Natalie Ambrosia. Yeah, I feel like it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good... It's a good place to put it for me, as far as, as, far as how much I enjoyed this game, and... Honestly, like everything above that is like, well, they're all Mario games. It's one Zelda and all Mario above Mappy Land. Um, so I just yeah. think it's funny. We went from last week to, from a very ambitious game where none of us really were like in love with it, but we tried again. And like, this is such a focused experience that it makes it a better game. But, but per, perhaps, perhaps it's time based. I don't know. Like, like, I mean, it's definitely a game where if you if you have 30 minutes, it's fun. Uh, I mean, like uh, you can you can get through a lot of it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think the ambition was right with this game, which is very difficult given the limitations they had. We so and now everybody's favorite part. We're going to find out what we're playing next to rank. Oracle of something. Oh, good point, Sean. I don't think I, I forgot to add those. So of course oh, you did add. <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah, I'll have to do that for next week. I'm sorry. So this is, the, this is the first week where technically every game possible wasn't available in the randomizer. Um, but what it pulled up was the Sega Genesis fun, fantastic fiasco. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, which oh, that's is, a great game. It's kind of the counterpoint to 
Castlevania 4. And I remember at the time being very confused because it was the first Castlevania that didn't have a number in the title. So I was like, does it does this count? It was very rare back then for a series to like switch up its titling. You know, um, for not having as much stuff on there, we, we've gotten a lot of Genesis games. Yeah, the randomizer loves Genesis, I guess. Well, we still got plenty left. We still got one, two, three, four, five. I mean, any any excuse to replay Bloodlines is cool with me. So, I, it, yeah, that that's gonna rank pretty high for me. All right, I'm gonna stop counting at 25. We have like maybe 30 Sega Genesis games still left to pick from. So, and they'll probably add five more this week because every time we think we're making progress, they add more. And I will say um, this is the only Castlevania available right now on the service. Really? Oh, you're right. Four isn't on there. So none That's of the right. NES, Game Boy, Super NES, and then same thing with Contra. It's only Hard Corps. Wow. Huh. But I didn't even think of that till just now. I just thought it was weird, but I, I have the collections for both of those series. But no, I, I definitely... that That's a great pick, so... I'm curious which character you guys prefer, and yeah, no, that, that that's going to be a really good one. Okay, and as always, we are Nintendo fans, not Nintendo experts, so if you thought we messed up on anything, or you want to tell us that we should have talked about something that we missed entirely, uh, let us know. Spotify's got a comment section now. Sp- comment on Spotify. Email us at nintendotherapypod at gmail.com. Twitter is dead. Um, <laughs> I guess we're X now. I don't know if I'll be using that as much. I'm kind of I was kind of looking for an excuse to leave Twitter already. So maybe just come join us on Reddit. We got Nintendo Therapy subreddit there. And uh, I've been like I said, looking for a reason to leave Twitter, I might just start using that more. It'll just be Sean and I talking to each other, but <laughs> probably. But you, but you can uh, go join us there. Although, shout out to Little Brown Shoes because he he interacts with us on Reddit. <laughs> okay. And only thing in our email box right now is people trying to get me to pay them to edit the podcast. We don't edit this. Jokes on you. And by the way, I went to college for digital recording arts. Um, If anyone's going to edit it, it's going to be me. So, all right. Thank everybody. We'll see you next time. Game over.